inglés, te sueltes y te olvides de la timidez. Vence a la vergüenza en Vaughan Town y mejora tu nivel de inglés. Llama ahora al 91-133-5833 o entra en grupovaughan.com. The Salad. Fun, informative, interactive radio. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. We have a lot to, oh, a lot to get through. A lot of interesting content for you, as we always do. So, well, you know, sometimes it may be more interesting than other times, you know. But you know, a lot of cool stuff going on. We have, of course, a couple of conundrums. We shall get to that. Some salad news bits for you. Okay, let's see what's been happening around the world. And we have Grammar Point. Alan Parsons will be here for the final installment. With yet, because over the last couple of weeks we've been working with yet and how to use it, different meanings, etc. We also have some adjective enrichment for you on express yourself. Hmm. We're going to be breaking out of our comfort zone with some adjective enrichment. And Alan Parsons, our grammar expert, will be here in the second half of the program to help us along the way. So, first of all, let's have our first conundrum shall we salad listeners so here it is i'm going to block blank my calendar today so i can focus blank let me just see hmm ah okay yes i couldn't read my own writing it's really really small as well and i, I literally wrote this at 7:15 this morning so i'm going to block blank my calendar so i can focus blank Drawing blank, the new plan. It's a triple whammy. Okay, so I'll repeat that for you one more time. I'm going to block blank my calendar today, 
So I can focus blank, drawing blank, the new plan, salad listeners. Okay. Stay tuned for that. We shall reveal the answer and break it down and analyze it a little bit at the end of the first half hour. So stay tuned for that. Right now, it's time for Salad News Bits. Welcome to Salad News Bits News from around the world. Here comes our first headline. U.S. scientist recommends adding salt to make the perfect cup of tea. Hmm. Okay. So U.S. scientist recommends adding salt to make the perfect cup of tea. So obviously making the perfect cup of tea is a very British thing. This is a, a U.S. scientist, an American scientist. So first of all, people are thinking, hmm, and adding salt, salad salts, okay, to a cup of tea. Now, I've never had tea with salts, but who knows? Maybe it's better, but, you know, I think a lot of people will be a little bit wary, okay? Not very trusting about this. So a U.S. scientist recommends adding salt to make the perfect cup of tea. You're thinking, take on sal. Okay, tea with salt. What? Well, let's go over live to the U.K. to find out more about this. So U.S. scientist recommends adding salt to make the perfect cup of tea. Simon, are you there? Um, yes, I certainly am, Dave. So the British claim to know a thing or two when it comes to make a cup of tea, of course, or a good cup of tea. Now, obviously, the beverage is a cultural institution in the UK, Dave, as you well know, where an estimated 100 million cups are drunk every day. Wow. So there are 100 million cups of tea drunk every day in the UK. Now, how many cups of tea have I had today? I've definitely had one. Sometimes I have two, like, during the day. I've definitely had one cup of tea. I'll definitely have probably three or four a day, I would say, cups of tea. That's right. So, um, now, a scientist based more than 3,000 miles away, that's 5,000 kilometers away in the U.S., claims to have found the secrets to a perfect cup of tea that many British people, or many Brits, I could say, would initially find absolutely absurd, and that is adding salt. So the British think, yes, we know how to make the best cup of tea in the world, okay? So for many people, for an American, a U.S. scientist to say, add salt to your tea to make it better, you know, they're going to think... No way! Yeah, they're not going to believe that. But, who knows? You never know. Yes, so Professor Michelle Frankel's research has caused uh, quite a stir in the UK, quite a lot of controversy in the UK, and has even drawn a diplomatic intervention from the US Embassy 
So this is called outcry, we can say. Indignación, because outrage. Okay. And controversy, polémica. In the UK. And the US Embassy has even got involved in this. Um, yes. So, um, we want to ensure the good people of the UK. So this is the US Embassy says this in official statement. Well, I say official statement. This was on X, formerly known as Twitter. So they tweeted, basically. We want to ensure the good people of the UK that the unthinkable notion of adding salt to Britain's national drink is not official United States policy and will never be. Okay, so the US Embassy said, hey, this is not official US policy, okay, to add salt to your cups of tea. Or a cuppa, we can say, a cup of tea, a cuppa. So, yeah, they wanted just to make that sure. So they announced that on X. Um, yeah, so it's not the first time the drink has caused controversy on both sides of the Atlantic. Of course, back in 1773, demonstrators in Boston, colonial Massachusetts, threw 300 chests full of tea into the harbor in protest at British taxes. A key moment which sparked the American Revolution. Um, now, um, I certainly did not mean to cause a diplomatic incident. The professor who recommended adding salt said. And uh, she said, my emails have been going crazy today. I did not anticipate waking up this morning to see loads of people talking about salt in their tea. So the big question, Dave, is why add salt? That's the question, salad listeners. Why add salt to your tea? Right. Uh, well, it turns out... That it's uh, not a new idea. The ingredient is even mentioned in 18th century Chinese manuscripts, okay, which were analyzed uh, by our professor here, who said, what is new is our understanding of it as chemists. Hmm. So this is obviously in the U.S., uh, you know, a scientist doing research has seen this in, you know, the ancient Chinese texts mentioning adding salt to tea. So it's not a new idea, but the scientific chemical understanding, that's what's new. That's right. So she explains that salt acts as a blocker to the receptor which makes tea taste bitter, especially when it has been stewed. So by adding a pinch of table salt, an undetectable amount you'll counteract the bitterness of the drink. So it's not like adding sugar. I think people are afraid they'll be able to taste the salt. Because many people add sugar to their tea. Now, she urges tea-loving Britons to have an open mind before prejudging her research, which she has documented in her new book, Steeped, The Chemistry of Tea. And she says it's okay to experiment. I did experiment in my kitchen for this, you know, so channel your inner scientist. Now, normally when I get home from the radio, I normally sit down, have a cup of tea and, you know, relax a little bit for maybe half an hour before I walk my dog or, you know, cook dinner for my children. And then I normally have another cup of tea, maybe at nine o'clock if I'm going to watch something, you know, on, on a streaming platform, a series or something like that. So I'll have another two cups of tea later on today. So... I wonder if I should add a little bit of salt to test this theory. Maybe I will. 
Um, yeah, so the professor has loved tea ever since her mother made, uh, made her her first brew or first cup of tea when she was 10 years old. Everyone has their own opinion on what makes the perfect cup of tea. But Professor Frankel uh, recommends using loose leaves instead of tea bags and giving the drink a constant stir so the tea gets uh, good exposure to the water and the milk, if you're adding milk. Adding a small squeeze of lemon juice can also remove the scum that sometimes appears on the surface of the drink. Other suggestions she makes include uh, using short, stout mugs or cups to keep the tea hotter and warming up the mug and the milk with the latter um, added in only after pouring the tea. But, um, you know, chief among her advice is to never, ever heat up water in a microwave. It's less healthy, and it does not taste as good, she says. So you end up getting tea scum, you know, forming on the surface, and that scum contains some of the antioxidants and taste compounds. Now, so when I'm in Madrid, I have a kettle on a hervidora, which is a kettle so you can boil the water. When I go to my wife's village, okay, we just have a microwave, so there's no kettle. You could, you could heat it up in a pan, so sometimes I heat up the water in the microwave, and it's true, it's a bad idea. Um, yes, that's right. So while the concept of microwaving tea might sound a bit alien in the UK, it's totally common in the US, you said. Americans have some truly awful tea-making habits. Um, I have had better cups of tea at service stations in Ireland than I've had at fancy restaurants in the U.S., she said. So there we have it, Dave. So a U.S. scientist recommends adding salt to make the perfect cup of tea. I should try this myself, and I suggest you experiment too. So she says, keep an open mind and try it. So uh, back to the studio, Dave. Right, I'm going to try and keep an open mind. My plan is to try this later on today. I can't guarantee I'm going to do it. But let's see. To be continued, you heard it here on Salad News Bits. then salad listeners here comes our next headline captain cook statue vandalized in melbourne on eve of australia day that's right australia day so did you catch that so a statue una statua okay is a statue a statua because it's t plus u is chew okay so for example you might have you know portugal for example, Portugal, okay, salad listeners, is a chew, Portugal, so a statue becomes a chew, statue. As we know, T plus U is chew, can't you? Didn't chew, statue. So a Captain Cook statue, salad listeners, is vandalized in Melbourne on the eve of Australia Day. So, when is Australia Day? Well, Australia Day, that's right, is the 26th of January. 
and a statue has been vandalised. Let's go over live to Melbourne to find out more. We have Graham Bruce, our Australasian correspondent. Graham. Uh, g'day, Dave. Yeah, that's right, mate. A century-old Captain James Cook statue has been cut down and a Queen Victoria monument covered in red paints in an apparent protest in Australia. Obviously, you know, Captain Cook kind of discovered Australia for the new world. And as a result, you know, colonization happened. Um, so, you know, it's Australia Day. So this is a protest. So a century-old Captain Cook statue, a 100-year-old statue, has been cut down. And a Queen Victoria monument covered in red paint, okay, in an apparent protest in Australia. Uh, yeah, that's right, mate. The, the late, uh, the late night vandalism occurred in Melbourne on the eve of Australia Day and is under police investigation. So the holiday on the 26th of January is, um, uh, an, the anniversary of the 1788 landing of Britain's first fleets at Sydney Cove and the start of the colonial era. So the vandals wrote the colony will fall on Cook's, uh, statue plinth. So police said the criminal damage to both memorials happened in the early hours of the morning. So it's understood that the uh, Cook statue was uh, was sawn off at the ankles. Several people were seen loitering in the area around the time of the incidents. Okay, so it was so that this statue of Captain Cook, who kind of discovered Australia for the New World... So the statue was sawn off. So a saw is in a sierra. So cortar con sierras to saw. They literally sawed off the statue at his feet. So at his ankles, los tobillos. Uh, yeah, that's right, mate. And so the 1914 monument commemorates uh, Cook's 1768 to 1771 voyage, during which he charted the country's east coast and paved the way for a later decision to send the first fleet led by Captain Arthur Phillip. So the statue has a history of being vandalised on or around the 26th of January. In 2022, it was splashed with red paints, when in 2018 it was uh, graffitied with the words No Pride and had an Aboriginal flag placed next to it. Uh, so, um, yeah, I spoke to one expert who said vandalism of both monuments had no place in our community. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the Australian Premier said, we'll be working with their uh, councils to repair and reinstate the statue in St Kilda. Uh, work is also underway to clean the Queen Victoria Memorial in the city centre. Um, now, one, one expert said that uh, while she misunderstood the diverse views surrounding, or while she understood, should I say, the diverse views surrounding Australia Day, she could not condone the vandalism of a public asset where costs will, uh, you know, untimely be borne by taxpayers. Uh, yeah, so the Australian Premier said her council had arranged for a security guard to protect the Cook statue and... Uh, but the incident occurred before they were scheduled to arrive. Now, opinion polls and surveys show roughly 60% of Australians support celebrating Australian Day on the 26th of January. 
So 60%, so opinion polls or surveys say, 60% of Australia, or approximately or roughly 60% of Australians support celebrating Australia Day on the 26th of January. But it is controversial Australia Day because, you know, it does invoke and it, it, it commemorates colonization, of course. Uh, yeah, but many Indigenous Australians, that's right, and others say it's uh, wrong to celebrate a date which represents the theft of Aboriginal and um, and Torres Strait Islander lands and their dislocation from culture. Um, Invasion Day protests have grown in recent years and many people boycott the holiday. So there's been a boycott and so on boycotts. So that's a verb in it. So to boycott the holiday. So many people boycott the holiday and they call it invasion day, literally the day that Australia was invaded. So it's high. It is controversial, of course, because it represents the colonial past. So how do you feel about it? Uh, right, Dave. Well, it's part of Australia's history with a rich history dating back, you know, millions of years. You know, and then to the Aboriginal culture, which is, you know, an age-old culture. Uh, so, you know, but, but, uh, and this is our more recent, uh, culture, uh, brought here by the colonization from the British. Uh, but it's still part of our history. You know, so what we need to do is readdress what happened in the past, but it still is part of our history and needs to be recognized, Dave. But I understand, you know, people who are boycotting Australia Day, calling it Invasion Day, then I fully understand that. So, um, yeah, Captain Cook's statue vandalized in Melbourne on the eve of Australia Day. So here from Melbourne Day, back to the studio. So there you have it. So not everyone is happy with Australia Day being on the 26th of January or celebrating you know, Invasion Day, as they call it. The the erosion of, you know, Australian culture. That's right, Salad listeners, which I also fully understand. You heard it here on Salad News Bits. Salad listeners. So, some interesting news items. Okay, so I shall rush home and try and add some salt to my cup of tea to see if it makes any better. If it, if it makes any better or tastes any better, should I say? And I shall let you know. Now then, let's go back and revisit our conundrum. It was a triple whammy, I believe. Maybe you missed it. Maybe you just joined us and missed our conundrum at the beginning. So, here it is one more time for you. Are you ready? I'm going to block blank my calendar today so I can focus blank, drawing blank, the new plan. Okay. I'm going to block blank my calendar today so I can focus blank, drawing blank, the new plan. Hmm. What do you think, salad listeners? Any ideas? So, I'm going to block off my calendar today. Would you say bloquear, no? Bloquear un calendario. 
Okay, you can or block off your agenda. So to block off, we would say to block your agenda. You could just say I'm going to block my agenda, but block off. A little extra nuance, systematif extra, makes all the difference. So I'm going to block off my calendar today. So I can focus blank, drawing blank, the new plan. So this is part two. What do you think? So I can focus on drawing up the new plan. Hmm. That's right. So to focus on, when you pay a lot of attention to something, you focus on. Enfocarse en, to focus on. And to draw up is elaborar. Or you can create, you draw up a plan. Okay. So elaborar, crear. So our full conundrum. I'm going to block off my calendar today. So I can focus on drawing up the new plan. That's right. So to elaborate, you can draw up a plan. Okay, I'll draw up a, pl- a presentation, a report. Okay, so listeners, so to block off, to focus on, and to draw up. Three very, very useful phrasal verbs for you to so try and get those into your active English. So one more time, I'm going to block off my calendar today so I can focus on drawing up the new plan. Now then, we're going to have to go for a short break. Okay, just in, in a few seconds. But remember, we still have plenty of salad coming up. We have Grammar Point, the last installment, okay, of, you know, our mini-series on yet. Because if you've been listening over the last couple of weeks, you'll know. If you haven't, you can listen to these on podcasts. You can go to iBox, you know, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, you can find it there. We also have Express Yourself, some adjective enrichment for you, okay, And another conundrum, of course. We'll go for a short break, but we'll be right back. Don't go away. Hello? Hey, Kyle, this is Chris. How are you doing? Good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, what do you have going on on February 7th? I have nothing going on. What do you have in mind? Well, I was thinking, we haven't done Vaughn Radio Trivia Night yet this year, and I'm available to host. Hmm, you know what? We haven't kicked off the year yet. I think that could be a great time. Yeah, I was thinking we could host at, uh, at Roll Madrid, as usual. Is it available that night? Absolutely. Amaniel 23, Roll Madrid. Perfect. That's, that's Calle Amaniel 23, yeah? That's, that's the spot. Awesome. Great, great. Um, I was thinking 830, because that's the usual time, right? Yeah, that's the usual time. I think that way people will be familiar with it, and uh, they'll know what to expect, which is a good time, as always. Absolutely. I agree. So, perfect. Vaughn Radio Trivia Night, February 7th at 8.30 p.m. Roll Madrid, Calle Amaniel 23. Hosted by the one and only Chris Frank. Perfect. I'll see you there then, Kyle. Looking forward to it. Great. We'll talk soon. How do you say enamorarse in English? Fall in love. To fall in love. With Vaughn, you will fall in love with the teacher and with the English language. Progressing, advancing, improving will be like cutting butter. Why? Because you are in love and you have faith in yourself. And as you know, faith moves mountains. 
vamos a eliminar en una sola semana años de miedo escénico. Años del sentido del ridículo. Años de barreras psicológicas. En un lugar donde escuchará y hablará solo en inglés. Haciéndole hablar y oír 50.000 frases en inglés. Con gente de lo más variopinta. Gente voluntaria que cruza océanos para obligarle a hablar y a escuchar solo en inglés. Gente que quiere conocer España a través de un grupo como tú. Deseosos de mejorar su inglés. Porque una estancia en Vaughan Town equivale a tres meses viviendo y trabajando en cualquier ciudad de la geografía anglosajona. El mayor ambiente lingüístico jamás creado. Con la mayor variedad de acentos nativos nunca antes reunidos. Vaughan Town, el pueblo anglo de Vaughan. Vaughan Town, rechaza imitaciones. Infórmate en el 911-335833. 911-335833. MEP, un programa en inglés para ejecutivos y profesionales de alto rendimiento a tiempo parcial durante cinco meses. Este es tu máster. Infórmate llamando al 91-133-5833. Y recuerda, también disponible en Valencia y Barcelona. ¿Queréis aprender inglés a tu propio ritmo y según tu horario? Baugan tiene la solución perfecta para ti. Con las clases particulares online de Baugan, disfrutarás de la máxima flexibilidad de tu aprendizaje de inglés. Tú eliges. ¿Prefieres centrarte en la conversación o en la gramática? No hay problema. Con Baugan puedes seleccionar la modalidad que más te convenga. Y no solo eso, sino que también tienes completa libertad para elegir el día, la hora y la duración de tus clases. ¿Solo tienes 25 minutos? Perfecto. En Baugan nos adaptamos a ti. No dejes que tu apretada agenda te impida alcanzar tus metas en inglés. Con las clases particulares online de Baugan, el poder de aprender está en tus manos. Visita grupobaugan.com hoy mismo y descubre cómo nuestras clases particulares pueden transformar tu forma de aprender inglés. Baugan, flexibilidad y calidad en la enseñanza del inglés a tu medida. We're back again with the salad. Salad listeners, welcome to the second part, part two, round two of the salad. So let's begin, as promised, with another conundrum. Are you ready? Let's keep putting you to the test, teasing your brains. So, he was sentenced blank, ten years blank prison, blank money laundering. Okay. So he was sentenced blank, 10 years blank prison, blank money laundering. Mm. That's right. So money laundering, blanqueo, you would say. Blanqueo dinero, money laundering. So he was sentenced blank, 10 years blank prison, blank 
money laundering. Or I could say blank laundering money, if you prefer. Okay, stay tuned for that. We should reveal the answer and look into this a little bit at the end of the program. But right now, it's time for this. Grammar Points! Now then, salad listeners. Well, as I was saying, beginning of the program or part one. So we've been over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, hopefully you've been listening over the last couple of weeks. You'll know we've been focusing on yet different uses of yet for some more classic uses. So talk about some interesting other uses for yet. Okay, if you missed any of those, you can listen to podcasts of the program wherever you get your podcast from. Where it's iBox, eBox, or Spotify, you can follow the program. If you look at Vaughn Vaughn Radio, the Salad, you can follow. You can go back and listen to these if you want to. Now then, we have uh, the final installment today. So I'll pass you over to Alan to find out what it is. What is it, Alan? Um, yes, uh, that's right, Dave. Um, hello. So, the final installment. Um, as you know, we worked with, um, yet the questions and negatives. You know, because have you done your tax return yet? Okay. Uh, or negatives. Um, I haven't tidied my desk yet. Classic. So, uh, questions and negatives with the present perfect. We looked at to have yet to, I've yet to be convinced. Okay. It's like saying I haven't been convinced yet. We saw yet, meaning, um, however, for example, nevertheless or but. You know, I want to tell her yet. I never seem to find the right moment. Um, what else did we see? Ah, yes, we, we saw yet more. Yet as in even, even more problems. Okay. Yet more problems or yet further tax, uh, cuts. Aun master cortes fiscales. So we've looked at all of this stuff. And today on the final installment here, we have yet again. Yet again. Does that sound familiar, salad listeners? Yet again. What does it mean? Um, it means una vez más. Yet again. Hmm. Una vez más. Yet again, salad listeners. Okay. Well, let's put this to the test. Yes, so, you know, you could start a sentence with it. I guess it's more common at the end, but you can begin with it. So let's try it. I've created a little test here for you. Okay, salad listeners, we're going to practice with yet again, una vez más, for the final installment of our little kind of mini masterclasses on yet. Are you ready? This is Grammar Points. Now then, this is the interactive part of the program. Interact with us here. 
Okay. Do your best to translate these into perfect English using yet again. Are you ready? Right, Sam, here we go. Uh, suspender the exam and conducir una vez más. Hmm, what do you think, salad listeners? So, not to suspend, but to fail an exam, we say. So, I failed my driving test yet again. So, el examen de conducir, we say driving test in English, we say, okay? So, I've, I've failed my driving test yet again. You can fail an exam also, okay? So, rather to suspend, to fail sounds worse for me. You know, I failed my driving test yet again. Una vez más, yet again. Nos hemos perdido una vez más. So, we've lost yet again. We've lost yet again. Una vez más. Okay? Yet again. Una vez más toca hacer la declaración de la renta. So, well, una vez más, you could begin with it. So we could say, yet again... It's time to do our tax return. So a tax return, declaración de la renta, tax return. You have to fill in a form or fill out, should I say? Oh, you fill in the blank spaces, you fill out a form. So you have to fill out the form and return it to the tax office. So yet again, it's time to do our tax return or file our tax return. You can also say, una vez más. Yet again, is that clear? Okay, let's keep going. This is Grammar Point with Yet Again. Una vez más. Now then, I believe we have two examples left. So let's have the penultimate example. Keep interacting with us here. Practice yet again. Una vez más. Me enamorado. Una vez más. Okay, so I have, or contraction, I've, I've fallen in love yet again. I've fallen in love yet again. I, okay, and the last one, salad listeners, are you ready? The last one, translate this into perfect English to go out on a high note. Salud por la puerta grande. Estás equivocado. El número una vez más. What do you think? Te has equivocado el número una vez más. You've got the wrong number yet again. So if someone calls you, it's the wrong number. You've got the wrong number. So you've got the wrong number yet again, salad listener. So yet again, una vez más. Let's quickly recap. We've seen I failed my driving test yet again. We're lost. Yet again. Yet again, it's time to do our tax return. I've fallen in love. Yet again. And finally, you've got the wrong number. Yet again. Excellent stuff, Alan. Thanks very much. Um, yes, it's been my pleasure. So we can see yet. Obviously, there's the, the, the more traditional use that people know. But there are a lot of different uses we can use with yet to add a bit of extra nuance to your language. 
That's right. And as I said, if you didn't, if you missed any of these installments and these little mini masterclasses, you can listen to the podcasts wherever you may have them: iBox, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you can find us there. This has been Grammar Points. yourself. Now then, salad listeners, express yourself. We have some adjective enrichment for you today, so add some color to your language. Okay. So Alan's prepared some examples. Some of these, you may have seen them before, but hopefully you should know some of these. These have come up on the program, of course. So some may be new, some may be review for you. Okay. So let's go. What I have to do is try and translate these into perfect English. Okay. Now, if you don't know any of these wonderful adjectives, you know, try and maybe write them down or make a mental note of them to get them into your active English. Let's have our first one, please. Um, right. Todo el mundo parece desanimado por aquí. Right, desanimado. So I would say everyone seems discouraged around here. So you can you can be discouraged or encouraged, animado, discouraged, desanimado. You could say, todo el mundo parece, if you can see them, you know. You might say, look, everybody looks. But everybody seems, that's a perception that you have. So everybody seems discouraged around here. Los resultados podrían ser desmoralizadores. Mmm, so these two are related. Desmoralizadores. So, the results could be discouraging. Okay. So we have to be discouraged, desanimado, but something can be discouraging. So the results could be discouraging. Desmoralizadores. Excellent stuff, salad listeners. Okay, let's have another one. Estoy decepcionado con los resultados. Right. I'm disappointed with the results. I might even say I'm disappointed by the results. You could also say to be disappointed by something or to be disappointed with something. So, disappointed. That's right, decepcionado. Los resultados han sido decepcionantes. Ah, so the results have been disappointing. So I'm disappointed with the results, but the results have been disappointing. Okay, good, let's keep going. 
So this is adjective enrichment right here on Express Yourself. Let's have another one. Right, so this enlace final is dudoso. Desenlace. Okay, what do you think? The outcome, we say. So the outcome is doubtful. Dudoso, doubtful. The outcome is doubtful. Wow, it sounds great, doesn't it? Okay. The outcome is doubtful. If you say that in your conference call, you're going to sound great. This is Express Yourself, Adjective Enrichments. Now then, let's keep going, salad listeners. Are you ready for the next one? El resto de, um, del camino es cuesta abajo. Okay, el resto del camino es cuesta abajo. What do you think? So the rest of the way is downhill. Cuesta abajo, downhill. All right? So you can have uphill and downhill. So something's been in a lucha continua because it's been an uphill struggle. It's cuesta arriba. It's uphill. It's cuesta abajo. Downhill. Uphill. And downhill, salad listeners. So the rest of the way is downhill. El discurso fue aburrido. Okay. Well, you could say the speech was boring. Is there anything else we can use apart from boring to break out of our comfort zone? You could say dull. So it's D-U-L-L, but it's more of an A, dull. Okay. So dull means kind of boring. I mean, it could be a person, a presentation. The presentation was very dull. You know, even a day, it's a very dull day because it's all gray. You know, so it could be you go to London, it's all gray or Berlin or something. It's a gray day. It's very dull. It's a little bit boring. Okay, let's keep going. Um, estoy ansioso de conocer los resultados. Hmm. Ansioso. Well, you could say anxious. I'm anxious to know the results. That's an option. Anything else? Eager, we can say. I'm eager. It's like eager. Eager, so I'm I'm eager to know the results, or keen to be keen. I'm keen to know the results. They all sound good, okay? But rather than anxious there, you know, I would use eager or keen because it sounds like anxious, but in a more positive way. Anxious is always negative, but I'm keen to know the results. I'm keen to play my football match, or I'm eager. I'm eager to go to work, okay? So it sounds positive for me. Okay, so again... You know, get some of these interactive English to break out of your comfort zone to add some color. Right, um, next. Uh, los resultados son alentadores. Oh, we may have previously mentioned this when we talked about... What do we mention? What do we see before? Oh, we saw los resultados podrían ser desmoralizadores. So the results could be discouraging... So here we've got 
the results are encouraging. So discouraging and encouraging salad listeners. Okay. That's right. Um, hemos sufrido una cadena interminable de retrasos. Mm. Okay. So we've suffered un sinfin, we could say, an endless chain of delays. So endless, one word. You could say never-ending, you know, like the never-ending story, you know? I won't sing the song. <laughs> um, so, but also it's endless. So we've suffered an endless chain of delays. How was your meeting? It was endless. Okay. So endless, interminable, sounds great. Good, next. Estoy completamente agotado. Well, there are many ways we can say this. I'm completely exhausted is a good one. Okay, I'm done in. To be done in sounds a bit more kind of slightly slang, like slang argot, maybe. But you can use it. I'm done in. That's right. I'm knackered. I'm exhausted. I'm beat is another one. I'm beat, derrotado. Okay, but exhausted sounds good. I'm completely exhausted, salad listeners. Okay, adjective enrichment on Express Yourself. Right, so we have time for just a few more, Dave. Let me see. Hmm. Uh, let me see where we are. Ah, yes, este plan no es económicamente viable. So, this plan isn't economically viable, maybe? That's right, Dave. Viable is okay. Or feasible, you can also say. So, feasible, like feasible. Feasible is the pronunciation. So, viable or feasible. It's not feasible. This is not viable. It's not feasible. These both sound great. Get them into your active English. Um, right. Esta habitación está horriblemente sucia. So, horriblemente sucia, horriblemente sucio. We can say filthy in English, solid listeners, filthy. So, this room is absolutely filthy. That's right. Um, ese hombre está forrado de dinero. Mmm. Well, we can say this guy is loaded, cargado, or he's filthy rich, asquerosamente forrado, filthy rich. That's right. So this guy is filthy rich. That's right. It must be dirty money. <laughs> Let's have another one. Uh, right, okay. Mm, necesito un intérprete de primera. Right, de primera. We could say first rate. You could say top class. I need a top class interpreter. But first rate with a hyphen con guion, first rate. Okay. So, I need a first rate interpreter. Right. Um, soy plenamente consciente del problema. Okay, salad listeners, what do you think? 
Not completely conscious. I'm fully aware of the problem. So ser consciente is to be aware. Estar consciente to be conscious. So in this case, I'm fully aware of the problem. It sounds great. Okay. So if you use your English at work, I'm fully aware of the problem. Okay. It sounds absolutely fantastic. And the last one. Ella es una niña superdotada. What do you think? She's a gifted girl. That's right. It's her gift, su regalo. That's right. She's a gifted girl. She's a gifted girl. That's right. So to be gifted. Okay, ser superdotado. Superdotada. To be gifted, salad listeners. So again, try and get some of this stuff, some of these adjectives into your active English. It's going to help you break out of your comfort zone and express yourself. Salad listeners, yes, some great stuff yet again. Okay, it sounds una vez más. Okay, get that interactive English and some of those adjectives if you can and expressions. Okay, now then, let's go back and revisit our conundrum, which was he was sentenced blank, 10 years blank, prison blank, money laundering, blanqueo de dinero, money laundering, because the launder. Is like to wash. That's right. You wash the money. So he was sentenced blank, 10 years blank prison, blank money laundering. Or you could say blank laundering money. What do you think, salad listeners? He was sentenced to 10 years in prison. That's the first part. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison for... Money laundering or for laundering money. So you can be, you can be sentenced to, um, to imagine 10 years in prison for murdering someone, for robbing a bank. So you're going to have four plus noun. If you want to use a verb, four plus gerund. Okay. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison for robbing a bank. We could say. Or he was sentenced to 10 years in prison for money laundering, a noun in this case. But if I said for laundering money, I could use the verb in the gerunds, okay? So that's our full second conundrum, okay? He was sentenced to 10 years in prison for money laundering, okay? He was sentenced to 10 years in prison for money laundering, salad listeners, so some excellent stuff. So it's a, to be sentenced to in prison, of course, makes sense for doing something. Okay, solid listeners. Now we're going to have to leave it there. We have to start wrapping up now because we've nearly reached the end of the program. 
but I can see that Kyle Miller is here. Let's see. Kyle, uh, are you going to do the program? Who's way are you going to do the program today? Ah, he's going to do it his way. That's right. It's his way or the highway. Okay. So stay tuned for uh, drive time. So it's it's Kyle's way or the highway on drive time. Stay tuned for that because there's plenty of Vaughan radio left. We're 24-7. Okay. And we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, on The Salad. ¿Tienes un nivel B2 de inglés, pero necesitas certificarlo oficialmente? En Baugan tenemos el mejor curso para conseguirlo. Prepara tu B2 Express. En solo tres meses y con 30 horas de clases online, podrás realizar la prueba oficial de Oxford para obtener tu certificación. ¿Todavía tienes un B1, pero quieres subir de nivel? Prepara tu B2 Premium es tu curso. Mejorarás en las cuatro destrezas. Reading, Writing, Listening y Speaking. Y aprenderás las habilidades necesarias para realizar el examen de la forma más exitosa. No olvides que tu trabajo personal es clave para conseguir tu objetivo. Nuestro equipo de profesores Baugan 